wait no longer greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i'm your host joseph aka mr bad bit and it is here where me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of course you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcasts and the video version on youtube at the trophy room show and if you like what you hear please consider dropping us a five-star review over on apple Podcasts. plop us a follow on spotify or toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room with all that said and with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir I'm I'm good. I'm currently writing a tweet expressing my anger at Square Enix for not giving me Star Ocean 2. Oh. How dare they? <laughs> I I feel like anger on Twitter usually works out. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so listen, Kyle. Uh, first off, this episode's a little different because we're joined by a live studio audience. We just got done watching the very abrupt uh, PlayStation State of Play that was literally just announced a few days ago, talking about how they were going to cover some uh, third-party uh, games, and it'd be about 20 minutes long. So not a big show by any means, but we got we got a special a couple few in there as well. Uh, and yeah. this week, we're also going to talk about how there's new Horizon Forbidden West details, a Returnal update that's going to bring saves to the game, and Sackboy may be the next character to make its way on the PC and all that. But before we get into it, I want to thank our lovely audience here. Thank you so much for stopping by and reacting alongside us to what is definitely a state of play. So, Kyle, I want to just get your thoughts right right into it. What were your expectations for this show and were they met? I think that my expectations were uh, were set accordingly and correctly. Um, Thought it'd be a smaller on the scale of grand announcements. Nothing huge. Yeah. Um, And I think they nailed it. It was a solid show. Yeah. There was a lot of cool things there. Um, Seeing, obviously, we'll get into it, but like seeing what is one of my favorite games of the year coming to PlayStation is huge. Mm -hmm. I will gladly play Death's Door again. Um, because it's fantastic. So yeah, I think it's I think it was a solid show. And again, shout out to Sony for s- telling us what to expect. So we're we're not out here like expecting the next Uncharted game or yeah. you know a Blood ba- Bloodborne two or anything yes. like that. <laughs> like I'm I'm very I'm very excited and happy that they keep doing that. Yeah, I really like that all these companies are really doing a great job of setting expectations because when they when they said it, they even thought like it's gonna be a smaller show. We're gonna talk about some third party, you know, uh partnerships that we have, and it's gonna be about twenty minutes long. Um and that kind of gave you all you really needed to know. This was going to be a smaller show when they even, you know, we talked about it before the show started um, when they said, Hey, little devil inside is going to showcase what we're going to be looking at um, or, or what, what to expect. That was going to be the headliner. I think we could expect what this showcase was going to look like. And for the most part, I'll be honest with you. My expectations were met because I think we've had enough of these state of plays to know they're either going to knock the doors off of you or they're just going to be fine. And for me, this one was, it's just fine. This one was fine. Yeah. Not a lot of games spoke to me, but I can't, 
I can't ask, uh, you know, for every showcase to be like, give me immediately yeah. what I want and only the thing I want, you know, no one else. And I honestly feel like since we are so close to the Game Awards, mm-hmm. which arguably reaches more people because a lot of people watch the Game Awards, I feel like if PlayStation had anything gigantic and huge, they'd save it for that. That's true. That's only at this point, what, it's a little a over a month away? A few weeks, yeah. Yeah, that is true. It is weird because I think some of the safe bets were things like, you know, Spider-Man in Avengers, which everybody's yeah. like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. Square Enix said that they would put this, you know, they they would put Spider-Man or introduce them in Avengers. What better time when Guardians comes out to better reception to add this character in Avengers? Um, For sure. Weird that we didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Weird that that wasn't the announcement. So before yeah. we break down what this show entitled and our overall thoughts walking out of it, I do want to give a big shout out to our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. And like we say each and every week, whether we got you through a long car ride, a long day at work, anything personal in your life, it really does help us out. If you go over to patreon.com slash PS trophy room. It helps keep the lights on, helps keep the show going. It's a reason why we look so great. Sounds so good. Able to do these elaborate streams when we can. It's because of your support over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. I want to thank our newest member at the bronze tier, Miles Adler. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz, too soon in Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Brad Presnell, Gavin Goffrey, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, and Robbie Bobby Miller himself. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nakachaka, Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Tom Roper, Brenton Zachary, Eric, Rick Errington, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, and Manix and Dwani Raksha. Thank you all so wow. much for supporting Amazing. us the way you do. And you know what? I got to the point. I'm like, when's this, this going to end? I got to, I only got one breath. It's crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> But thank you all so much for supporting us the way you do. We have some really cool Patreon stuff uh, coming in the next few days. A little bit of a refresh, some new shows to look forward to only if you're a patron. So definitely check us out. Again, that that post should be up on Monday of the first Monday of November. So go check it out. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, Some really exciting stuff. And with that, Kyle, it's time to square up the state of play. Now, I'm going to run you through each game, game by game, and kind of just I want to get your thoughts on each game. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Good. Good. The first game that we got was Death Burst which kind of seemed like it was like a Devil May Cry so, meets... What's that? Yeah, uh, speaking of this death verse with, that had the subtitle, Let It Die. Yes. Uh, PlayStation just tweeted out with a blog post dedicated to it. This is a follow-up, a sequel, quote-unquote, to the original game, Let It Die, which came out in 2016. Do you remember that game? Yes. Like the skateboarding skeleton? Yes. Um, apparently, this reality show competition thing which is basically what it is Mm -hmm. it takes place hundreds of years after the world or the events of let it die Mm. Mm. Uh, players fight for stardom in the survival tv reality show death jamboree 
The show takes place in a virtual world known as the Deathverse, which was created by the Yotsuyama Group as a final destination for people's souls. Oh, now interesting. It, yeah, first off, this this does have me intrigued for sure. And they talk a little bit about it: thrilling survival action gameplay centered around close range attacks. This is a multiplayer. Yeah, like action base again, like Devil May Cry esque combat. Um, no, no talk of if this was a battle royale because we saw a lot of players in in here. I'm wondering if this is like a you know like a four v four, eight v eight type of thing. Yeah. But I'm trying to see if anything in the blog post says anything about it. Yeah, no, nothing on my end. So with that said, Kyle, what what were your thoughts on this? Did this this one strike your fancy? Um, I. I kind of dig the style of it. It's just, Same. it's not for me. Oh, really? So, so I'll, I mean, yeah, if, if it is a multiplayer game like this, I, if people don't know, it's just, just it's just not my kind of thing mm. playing against other people. Mm. Um, unless it's the last of us, uh, uh, factions mode. Um, so it's not my thing. If there's like a single player component so I can experience the world, maybe, Okay. But I also never played Let It Die, the original, back in 2016s. Fair enough. For for me, I dug what I saw here, and it kind of did kind of remind me of The Last of Us multiplayer in a weird sense. Because if we're scavenging four things, because they say there, there's a survival element in there, I think that'll have some closer ties to the to the factions multiplayer than we than we think. So this is cool. It's stylish enough. I don't I don't think it's gonna be the next Fortnite or anything like that, but it looks yeah. pretty rad. I was in on it. Uh and then the next game we have is We Are OFK, an indie yeah. pop game. So you're following this indie rock band as they're traversing through their career. Uh it's gonna be episodic five episodes and then five of their songs that you'll be playing and are interactive. Um, I loved the way they intro this game. Loved it. Most of the time when, when games or just any sort of media tries to do this fourth wall breaking thing, yeah, it doesn't feel natural. Yes. And like, I, I, that made the lead singer of, uh, we are OFK, which I assume that is the lead singer. Yeah. Just the, his, his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Or, or their mannerisms just like made sense. It fit that they were breaking the fourth wall and making yeah. jokes about. How yeah, f- we're watching a state of play. <laughs> well, what do they think? We're we're the president? <laughs> like it, like it made sense. It, yeah. it's, it's it's cool. It was really tongue in cheek, and I really enjoyed the dialogue. I really enjoyed the the style that they were going for as well. And yeah, when like they're introing it, and a guy has like the fake in a world with big soldiers and big arms, and big big thick arms. It's like, Maybe they're robot arms, not human arms. How yeah. do they get so big? <laughs> yeah, I really I really I really dug this game and it's surprisingly for me because it, it is very indie stylized like, you know, shell cell shaded almost you could say um if you're not like an artist with a good eye like me, but like It's kind of like watercolor. Yeah. It was really nice. Very pastel Yeah, it was very cool. I like that. That's way better. So we're on board with this game. This seems oh, pretty absolutely. darn neat. All right, so we're two yeah. for two for so far. All right, Kyle, this one you freaked out on stream. <laughs> you freaked out, and I really thought, because you were 10 seconds ahead of me, so I'm like, oh, Kyle got his Final Fantasy Final he Fantasy, wanted. yeah. <laughs> Bug nope. Snacks, the big yeah. snacks island. 
yes. <laughs> Snacks but bigger. Snacks but bigger. This... I I mean it's no for it. Take it no away. surprise. It's no surprise to people who have listened to our show. I adore Bug Snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a patron, go check out our Road to Greatness on it, where where I talk about it and how dark that game gets. Because that game gets That's, dark and at the end. Honestly, and I'm like, how do they get a sequel out of it? That's the thing. I don't know. Like it's. I feel like those are new characters. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe I've been. I'm so far removed from playing that game. Yeah. That I I forgot who they are, but maybe it's like a Jurassic Park to Jurassic Park two situation. It could be. You yeah, know? I'm I'm very intrigued by more bug snacks. We I'm built a new park. Everything's yeah. fine. What happened? Where's the raptors? Exactly. <laughs> In this case, they're curly fries. In this case, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it just. More bug snacks is never a bad thing. Yeah. Also, it's really cool to see with that game. So many people going, yeah, this is like, like seeing my son or seeing my daughter play this game is giving me such hope. Like, I really do love that. So, yeah, just because it's not for me, I don't need to trash it. And it's a free upgrade. Free. Um, And uh, shout out to, uh, is it Good Young Horses? Young Horses, yeah. Or just, why did I put good in there? Uh, Because they are very good. Young Horses is great. and getting them uh more of a platform to showcase what they can do is is always a good thing five nights at freddy's security breach is the next game no thank you yeah i mean it's funny because you said it it's like what's crazy to to, for us because we're looking at it we're like this is supposed to be a kid's game or it is a kid's game and it's like scary ass it's like how do these kids like it and you said something so great it's like this is someone's resident evil (laughs) This is like the kids' version of Resident Evil, which is mind blowing when I think about it. Which it's just like, yeah, I'm like, wow, Kyle's so right. Like a podcast five years from now, someone's gonna be like, that was my yeah. inspiration. Like, oh Jesus, that's what got me into horror and horror games. Was Five Nights at Freddy. Oh my god! All right, let's talk about the one that we got hyped for. Kyle, Are you ready? I'm ready. This one I think is the showstopper. Death's Door comes to PlayStation November 28th. You pre-order it now. You get Titan Souls, right? Is it? Uh, is that right? Yes, um, Titan Souls. For free. This game uh, came out, what is it? In June of this year on Xbox as a Game Pass. No, not a Game Pass exclusive. Just an Xbox June exclusive. Or Aug- it might have been August. No, it was definitely June. I, I got that a lot. before E3? It was before E3, I think. Oh, okay. Or maybe a little bit after. Maybe it was July. Nonetheless, this game came out <laughs> exclusively on Xbox. Now it's coming to PlayStation a few months later. Um, this game's terrific. If you love old classic Zelda, this is it. And in uh, instead of a you know a guy with a sword that just says yeah ha yeah, you are a big or a giant pigeon with a sword, and uh, you're doing you're doing literally death's work. This game is so freaking good, Kyle. And I can't wait to finally earn trophies in it. Yeah, and uh, shout out to the humor in this game, too. Yes. I think the humor is um, fantastic in it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. November 23rd, Unit corrects me. This is yeah. great having a live studio audience. And then the good sir says it originally came out July 20th. July 20th, Kyle. Oh. Also, um, for those that uh, care, it's also coming to Switch. Oh, is it really? Yes, it's also coming to Switch. Huh. I'm going to buy so this game cool. three times. Right? That's- there, there is a, 
uh, courtesy of special reserves, which is very much like a limited run situation mm-hmm. where they bring digital to physical. There is a physical version of Death Door pre-order available on November twenty-third. Yeah, I gotta take so, a look if if these achievements I gotta sell something to get some money. So I can get <laughs> ah, don't worry about. Ah. It. Here's the thing: I want to know how easy the achievements are. So, like, I'll look at like whatever the version of like PlayStation trophies are, um, whatever you know PSN profiles are for Xbox folks, uh, and take yeah. a look because depending on how hard this trophy is, the, is or platinum is 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 gonna determine if I'm buying this on PlayStation or Switch because I need a lunch game. I need a game where I'm on lunch. Ooh. I'm out of Metroid mm-hmm. Dread, which was freaking amazing and officially a PlayStation game, and now Death Store officially a PlayStation game. Who wouldn't you? I love how you you've just co-opted metroid is a playstation it's it is to me it is it is to me (laughs) and we'll treat you right samus not like this nintendo nook would (laughs) kyle the next game we neither cared about uh kart rider drift it's like a korean chibi mario kart free to play free to play what i remember um playstation needs a good kart racer needs it you said it during the stream it upsets yeah. me we don't have one. It upsets me that Mod Nation Racers was the closest thing we'd ever get. Where is our version on the PlayStation? I keep saying our. Where's the PlayStation version of Mario Kart or Nicktoons Nick Kart or Sonic and Sega All-Stars? Like, why can't I get Kratos in a go-kart? Yeah. Why is that so hard? And like I and I feel like it's cause some of those fans can't like they can't see Kratos driving a cart. He needs to be demolishing ahead. Like they'll be like, I can't see Bowser riding a cart right. either. But, but they'll happens. be like, How's Nathan Drake really going faster than oh, <laughs> Kratos yeah, right now? Yeah. Like you, you can. He doesn't even need a cart. You can, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're gonna get yeah. that. Like For sure. it's dumb, but it's fun. Just lose yeah. it. It's all right. We need. We need one. Bring him out. God, think back. of think about it. Like in instead of those question bar- boxes, mm-hmm. they're trophies: bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. I mean, we're making, we're practically Come made this on, game already. Sony, let's go! Come on, what do we need to imagine, do? Imagine going through, um, uh, uh, oh my God, think Kyle. What are the what are the tracks is like in downtown Pittsburgh from The Last of Us? <laughs> yeah. Or or, or Yarnum. But fun. Blood but fun. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, this is inviting. Oh, the old blood. Imagine around Midgard in God of War with like the giant serpent <laughs> snake in the background. Yeah, would that be our rainbow road? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> Absolutely it would. Oh my god. And then you just like but like what if what if it's like Astrobot, but like he just has costumes? Oh, I'd be so I'd down. I'd be down on that, too. So down. Hey, Kyle, here's a question from Captain Logan before we even started this show. Back to Death's Door for just a second. Captain Logan asks, uh, how does it feel knowing you bought an Xbox for Death's Door and now Death's Door is coming to PlayStation? How does that make you feel? <sighs> That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, makes me feel very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not, take a look. I mean, Listen, I... just take a look at that Halo trailer from yesterday, all right? Oh yeah, no. Like I'm happy I own one. I admittingly haven't touched it since Death Door, if mm. I'm totally honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, Halo's coming. I want to play through all the Halos for the first time in, in, in Infinite. So yeah, I'm okay with it. But the reason I bought an Xbox Series X, by the way, was for Death Star, and now I'm going to platinum it on PlayStation. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> All right, next one, King of Fighters. We're not fighting folk. 15. 15 of them. Found yeah. out there was 15 of them today. 
when Kyle told me the name is King of Fighters 15. Thought we, I thought we were done after the fifth gen. I thought that game just died out, but nope. It's so that, and listen, if you're happy for it, I'm glad you are. You could kick my ass any day in any of those games very easily. One-handed. Get blindfolded. Any of it. With your foot. I don't care. Yeah. Don't even have there to is, touch the controller. There is one genre I wish I was good at, and that's fighting games. Mm-hmm. And I know the fighting game fan base are diehards for their series. So the King of Fighter fans are very excited that it's coming to PlayStation for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Here's another Plus one. Plus with, um, oh, my God. Oh. PlayStation partnered with what? They bought. Oh, Evo. The, oh, you're right. This yeah. makes sense. This makes that way makes more sense, sense, right? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, First Class Trouble is a third person Among Us style game. Comes out on the 2nd of November. And if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you have a week to download it for free. I'm into this. It also has like this 1920s, 1930s futuristic aesthetic, which I'm down for. Uh, There are multiple people on a map. One of them's a robot, so obviously sus. And their job is to kill everybody on the map. Again, it's among us. I'm down for this. I'm down. It looks good. I would love to play this uh, during like extra life. Ooh, Ooh, that's yeah. And we're doing that in a few weeks. It's going to be great. Yeah. Okay. Here's one for you nerds out there kyle star ocean divine force tell me what star ocean is again i keep forgetting star ocean is a long-running jrpg um that is huge it is a huge new addition to the star ocean lineup Um, Mm -hmm. to have a brand new one is cool it's just uh, it's not star ocean it looks fine it looks it looks cool it's not star ocean 2 how can they sit there in their mm-hmm. ivory thrones, in their ivory towers, Ooh. and be like, "Here's a new Star Ocean. You can, here's every Star Ocean on your system that you can play, except for the second one, which might be the best one." <laughs> it's it's stuck like there was a PSP like uh-huh. remaster, which was really good, and then the original one was PlayStation One. Mm. That's it. Those are the only systems you can play it on. I don't understand. Um, Square Enix, do the right thing. My thoughts and Please. prayers for you, sir. My thoughts and prayers. Uh, but this this game does look cool. A wide yeah. open RPG, JRPG in Star Ocean Universe. They generally have really great characters in them mm. um, that people do grab a, a hold of and really dig. So it's cool. Nice. nice. Early, even, early 2022, right? Even Yuna in chat says... Listen, when it comes to the when it comes to that first class trouble game, we'll join you there. And yeah, hey. Star Ocean comes out twenty twenty two. Yeah. Maybe we'll join you there too, Kyle. That's not a February game, is it? Is no. that a February game? No, okay. God, let's hope not. Stop. Don't <laughs> don't tease them because they will announce it. <laughs> too many games coming out in February. That uh, King of Fighters game coming out in February seventeenth. That's what it was. I know you said February some at some point. Little Devil Inside gets a a pretty sizable look. This game looks cute, yeah. dude. I'm I'm all yeah. up on it. I'm all up in it. The I'm trying. I'm right. trying to like combine the trailer we saw last year and this together. And from last year, I got the vibe of you're this kid, this young person who mm-hmm. is doing adventures for this older guy that can't do it anymore, and mm-hmm. he's like living through you. But now it just looks like you're taking them along with you on your adventures. 
Um, yeah. I dig it. The only thing that was a little that bugged me is the overworld travel looked way too slow. Yes. It's the only thing that really bugged me, but I'm in for everything else. Yeah. Th- think of it like picture in your head, folks. If you're driving, close your eyes. Uh, don't really do that. Is Or maybe do it. I don't know. Listen, if I have that much say in your life. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> troublesome. Don't do it. It's troublesome thought. All right. Don't do it unless you want to. So here's the thing. No. <laughs> this is like the old trophy room where you would tell people like run into stores with their cars because they're not paying attention. And I would always tell you this. It's their fault, not mine. All right. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Little devil inside. The overworld. Think of it like um, think of it like a Mario where you're going from level to level. Right. Top down. Um, this, though, travels a lot slower from level to level. And I don't know, just like you, how much I dig it. But once you're, you're like a like a Russian nesting doll, too. Yeah. Which I like that like, art style. That's cute. Yeah. Just move oh, it art at three, gorgeous. Yeah. Move it at three times speed. Move it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you get to a level, that's where things get really interesting, because then that does remind me of like a classic, let's say, you know, Zelda hack and slash esque game. They got a great dodge. You're surrounded by enemies and you're just hacking and slashing. And I love a good dodge in a game. This one has it. And it looks really awesome. Like the style, I can't put my finger on it, but it's it's unique. It's it's something really cool. Uh, I, I, I recommend anybody take a look at this. This is this could be something special. I'm glad that it won you over. Because beforehand yeah. you're like, who's really excited from the little devil inside? And I'm I'm happy I'm happy you won you over. Now there's six people. Now there's six people really <laughs> excited. <laughs> Sound off in the comments how, if you're excited for Little Devil Inside. I want to count. Yeah, no, it looks really good. It looks really good. And yeah. at the end of the day, Kyle, like I, we're going over these games. They're pretty darn good. I enjoyed yeah, them. They're it's not a good the, showcase. Yeah, it's not a big blockbuster, but it's it's it was decent. It was a good showing. Um, yeah. That said, I still would have preferred them to say indie because there's sure. a lot of indie-ish games in here. You know, that's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that there weren't more bigger things. Again, like the game awards are close, and probably a lot of third party people are probably holding it for that. But like, I think it would have been cool to have like Resident Evil Four in VR just came out for Oculus. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Hey, you can play it on PSVR now." Like, I think that would have been cool, um, or something of like a bigger ip but now that i'm even saying that like star ocean's pretty big yeah and also i mean it was a good show like what good sir says in the chat which he joins the club of us three and three other people that are excited for little devil inside they say (laughs) where's stray that's a great question we saw a little bit at the annapurna show um my biggest question is where solar ash that's delayed till december so like that's only a month away we still that was the last one wasn't it wasn't it in the last one that's true. That's true. And you want them to focus on the th- on the game. All right, fine, fair. I would have still liked yeah. it. Just a reminder that this game exists because it's sure. it's really cool. Um, yeah. all right. Petulant Beard writes: Was the show a low key <sighs> banger? Yeah, it was fun. Fair. It was nice. It's a nice time. It was enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Kyle. So that was the, the the state of play. We both thought it was fine. We both came in with, you know, level-headed expectations. Got a level-headed experience. I like that. Yeah. Now, Kyle, 
it's time to square up the news. The first bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Jared Moore over at IGN. Gorilla offers a closer look at Horizon Forbidden West's abilities. Gorilla spoke further about some of the new tools that players will have, as well as factors that have influenced Forbidden West's new combat decisions. Lead systems designer David McMullen explained that a new high vault mechanic, quote, essentially, oh, oh my God, essentially allows Aloy. The Aloy after allows really threw me off. <laughs> essentially allows Aloy to hoist herself on top of any object of jumpable height with room to pull up. Combined with the ability to free climb and adding grapples to our environment, the potential for exploration is greatly increased, end quote. The pull caster is multifunction and primarily works much like you'd expect a grapple hook in a game to function. However, it has a secondary function as a winch, which means, quote, the player can dynamically manipulate, move, and destroy the objects in the environments. End quote, according to McMullen. Think about pulling a hidden loot chest from a ledge or tearing open a vent to create a new climb path, he adds. McMullen also explained that the additions to climbing and traversal mechanics can be mixed up with Aloy's new shield wing glider. The shield wing combines well. Oh my god. The shield wing. You got this. You got this. The shield wing combines well with numerous other mechanics, both in and out of combat, such as landing on your mount, zip, zip lining, the strike from above skill, and more. Elsewhere in the blog post, the studio discussed the changes it's making to combat. Gorilla has completely redesigned Horizon's skill tree and included workbenches that allow players a greater degree of customization when upgrading weapons. The studio is also bringing melee and ranged combat closer together. Mm-hmm. Gorilla's lead combat designer, Dennis Safi, offered an example of how the two aspects work, work together in Forbidden West's combat system. Quote, A new example of a skill that does this is the Resonator Blast, where you charge up the spear with melee hits, and when fully powered up, the energy can be placed on enemies, humans, and machines alike, and followed up with a projectile, resulting in a big, damaging explosion, end quote. So we saw a snippet of this, and this looked actually really, really cool, where she grapple hooks onto a ledge. She then went on the ledge, jumps off, and then just starts shooting a strider. Um, midair and then you see another clip of her charging up her spear and then going for a strike against uh, a a robot Um, so it looks pretty awesome and I like what they're saying here the mixture of melee and ranged combat is more inviting for more folks because some people didn't necessarily dig the combat in Horizon. I feel like there's three camps. Some people didn't like the the combat as much. They thought it was too difficult. Others thought the melee t- system was just too simple. And then yep. three, which probably is our group, really liked the 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 focus uh, of range combat and trapping and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. first thing right off the bat, this giving you a lot more hope for 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 ben west i mean we're already super high on it but oh yeah. yeah i'm always super high but i'm excited that the things that weren't up to snuff with everything else like the the melee specifically is 100 getting a look and some reworking um which is fantastic yeah the hearing that there's going to be workbenches has me very excited yeah um it looks I like customize, more like my my sling pouch exactly or my, my sling weapon and 
and do cool things with that. I think there's a lot of really cool things that can be done there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and getting your <laughs> hello. I'm waving to the people that put coming in chat. I'm sorry, YouTube video viewers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and when it comes to the customization of of how Aloy is going to look and how our weapons are going to look, really excites me as well. So it, it looks like we're really getting to craft the Aloy that we want, not in just combat but also appearance, which is really dope to see. My second question here for you, Kyle, is this yeah. res- this this post came out at a very peculiar time. And I want to get your take on this. This came out almost the same time, an hour apart from the Halo Infinite single player mm. overview. Do you think this was a response or was this just awkward timing? Was this like awkward PlayStation? Timing. Yeah. Do you think like this was PlayStation trying to steal the shine from Xbox in any sort of way? No. No. I think it's awkward timing, especially because they were they had devs on to talk about it. Right. I feel like it, it'd be they're so deep in development and it got delayed out of 2021 without even being officially confirmed for 2021. Mm. And, and like they're deep in, de- in development in it. They got to get work on it. So having like a set time to sit down with devs and asking them questions about these things, they get this feature out. Yeah. I feel sh- is probably planned a long time ahead. Yes, I don't think they can just ring up Gorilla and be like, "Hey, Halo's <laughs> out. Let's talk about the podcasting." Aaron Greenberg sent out a tweet. Get get your guys from QA down here. <laughs> Someone get a clip of the video of her using it in the game and yeah. put it on social. Like, I feel like there's a lot to go into that. Yeah, and I I think you're right there. I think this is, you know, if I was the PR person in the room, I scheduled this a few weeks ago, and this is just how it lined up. So I don't think this was necessarily a response to Halo. What I maybe do think it may be a, a test for is maybe seeing how it lines up against Elden Ring would be a great measurement now that it's out of like, okay, so where does our game track on socials um, when we talk about it versus when we talk about Elden Ring. It doesn't matter about Halo. They're not even the same genre, let alone the yeah. same month. I think what they're really looking at is the analytical uh, social trends that is going to be between Horizon and its competition in that month, if it should stay in that month or not, which yeah. I still think it maybe should. It, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if it if it stays in February as well because it's such a yeah. crowded month, but it's such a popular IP. So awesome to see that there's going to be more traversal options. There's going to be, it looks like a, a more broader combat uh, in this game. And I'm super, I'm super pumped for this, man. This gets I'm me so ready. I'm yeah. so ready. Now, Kyle, I don't want to, you know, for any new viewer in here, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a motorhead. All right. I'm a bit of a car guy. I'm all about the zoom zoom, you know, like that, like that Mazda commercial. You know the kid that's saying zoom zoom. zoom. Also, yes, I I get that, but I, you know what, instantly popped in my head. What? I this might be uh, a reference that goes over many people's head, but Xenon, the 21st century girl, the Disney original movie, (laughs) she sings a song, zoom zoom. And that's that's the first thing that popped in my head. Oh my zoom, god! Zoom, zoom, Sorry, I had to get it out. There. You should, you should be. <laughs> Remember Dig- Disney original movies? Oh, they were so good. Awful. Oh please. After TGI Fridays, like you had Disney original movies that would come out every so often. It's a great time. Mm. How dare you? 
Gran Turismo 7, Kyle. <laughs> Tom Ivan over at BGC writes, new Gran Turismo 7 video confirms there are over 400 cars in the game. Polyphony Digital CEO Kazunori Yamauchi uh, confirms how many cars will be included in the upcoming racing game. Quote, Gran Turismo 7 includes cutting-edge PS5 quality models, but what makes GT7 special isn't just the high quality, he says. It's also the sheer number of car models it contains. There are over 400 cars in the game, and many of the most fascinating cars from motoring history are included in GT7. Revealing new details about the title in September, Yamauchi said GT7 was, quote, both the culmination of the series, which answers the expectations of GT fans throughout the years, and at the same time, it is a title that marks a beginning of a difficult mission to contain the full breadth of car culture from the past into a single video game, end quote. Kyle, how is Gran Turismo going to take back the title? Because it just seems like it belongs From to Forza. Forza now. Right? It just seemed like because like I'm taking a look like I like uh, like Honest Engine. I never, I don't mess with cars. I have a Toyota Corolla. Same. It has excellent gas mileage, I think, and that's all I know. But like, yeah. if there's a car series that I actually turn to and go, oh, wow, that looks good, it's usually the Forza Horizon series. Because you just like they, they literally prepare the drop like right onto a Cause, mountain. Because it's more like arcadey. Yeah. It's it's more accessible. I feel like with Forza Motorsport proper and Gran Turismo, it's really for like the gearhead simulated like you wanna clutch and, and switch gears and do all that manually on your controller and have that feel of being in char in, in control of a what a couple a ton of metal right <laughs> i guess a car is like a ton of metal yeah um yeah it's just like i i feel like it these games the more simulated simulation heavy racing mm-hmm. games are for like the really deep in it yeah like uh the hardcore race fans yeah. and, and car people as you can hear if if you hear my dog in the back he's a big motorhead he's got he's got some <laughs> thoughts on that no i i i agree with you kyle i think for me as someone who isn't a big motorhead like i take a game like dirt uh five that just came out this or last year and i played it and i loved it and i it was because i didn't have to think too much about it and just everything looked pretty and i was just kind of having some zen moments going around a lap because it wasn't that difficult the ai weren't that challenging and i was just kind of getting lost in the moment i think that's when we're taking a look at what's coming up in a few days at this point or no still a few weeks with forza horizon you just take a look at how beautiful that game looks yeah like it's shot in like what is it like 8k or something stupid something and And like they took video of the sky or something yeah like that's wow and i think i think it gives as much detail to the cars as it does the world and that's what makes those games special i really wish we had something with gran turismo that did something similar yeah uh I think the only thing PlayStation has had on that kind of horizon level is like the Need for Speed series, but they're everywhere. Yeah. And Motor Motorstorm was great. I don't know what happened to Motorstorm. They, they should bring those back because they're fun. Yeah. But those aren't traditional cars. Those are like ATVs and, exactly. and, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I, where is the like the arcade realistic game racing game for 
for PlayStation. So not really there unless I'm not, unless dirt is it. But again, that's everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. But like I take a look at what, what he was talking about in the trailer. It's really cool that it seems like they're trying to expand it of like because Yamaguchi says a lot about car culture in this video. He yeah. says car culture like 20 times. He's like racing's a part of car culture. You know, uh, uh, was it uh, collecting cars is a part of car culture. Talking about cars is part of car culture. It's like, (laughs) Jesus Christ, a seat in a car is car culture. So, like, it seems like they're trying to broaden it a bit. But I'm really interested for the actual racing and motorheads out there of, like, when you take a look at motorsport, what is the first thing that comes into your mind? Is it Forza? Is it Gran Turismo? Let us know. Yeah, and I I think going back to your original question, like, what does Gran Turismo have to do to take some of that uh, public opinion on when they think of it, they go Forza first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a great step in the right direction. Like 400 cars. Yeah. They could, they could span. And I think what I'm guessing from Gran Turismo is it's going to span like over time. Mm. So like, it'd be really cool to say, have like a real simulation of a very old car. And like a new car and right. see how much the difference is. Give me in, a Model T versus a Tesla yeah. X. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That could be fun. That could be a way to like preserve car history and really showcase it off and be like a real. That could be even like a thing outside of games like yeah. Assassin's Creed does with like museum, the museum mode. Oh, that's a where good. You just go around. Yeah. Like just like test out it, what car would win in a race yeah. and, and have different cars throughout history. I think that'd be really, really cool. Yeah, no, I, li- I like that idea as well. Like Top Gear, it, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. I love that show. That show is fantastic. So, I've yeah, never seen it, that. but I know it's good. Oh, it's really good. good. It's really good. But at, at the same exact time, I do think you're you're right. I think by adding by adding things over time, like by adding like more classic cars or you know giving more variety to players, I think that's the best way to go. I'm still excited for this. I'm actually gonna try it out. Because I want to know how the haptics and the adaptive triggers play into these cars. Oh, yeah. And, like, I want to see how pretty it looks on, on my yes. OLED TV. Oh, and yes. I, and, it, and I think we talked about it on a few episodes back. But, like, my dad is a big car person. Mm-hmm. Like he was a he 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 drove a drag racer. Yeah, uh, he would compete. The the movie like, Driver was about him. Is what you're yeah, one hundred percent. Sly Stallone was at my house. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we talked about. Yeah. how to adapt to my dad's life for the story yeah it was great um <laughs> yeah but like i think he's gonna get a real kick of how far racing and just video games have come because like he played i think i showed him like gran turismo 2 on on ps2 i uh-huh. believe it was or three one of the two and he was like oh this is really cool but just uh he has not seen it like since then like oh, what wow. games really are so like just to show him like how far it's come visually and how intense it is. I think it'd be really cool. All right. All right. Well, you know what else is really cool, Kyle? What? The fact that Returnal gets, lets you save your goddamn run now. <laughs> Ooh. Thank you, Housemark. Thank you. Sermina uh, <laughs> Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, Returnal update lets players pause cycle with single-use suspend point and exit without losing progress. 
Housemark has made good on its promise and released Returnal Update 2.0, which allows players to pause their current cycle and exit the game without losing their progress. The caveat is that the suspend cycle feature only allows a single-use suspend point, which means that if you play a little bit and want to suspend the cycle again, your game will continue from the new point onwards. In addition to the above, players won't be able to use the suspend cycle feature during boss battles, cinematics, first-person sequences, and intense combat scenarios. In that sense, this feature isn't a traditional save game option. Mm-hmm. Housemark has said that it feels, quote, there are certain movements in, moments in Returnal that are best experienced unfragmented to preserve the intended challenge and flow. Yes. With this approach, we can keep the roguelike spirit and high stakes commitment to your run intact while still providing some quality of life convenience for players who like to experience Returnal in shorter bursts, end quote, the studio wrote on the PlayStation blog. Alongside the suspend cycle feature, Returnal Update 2.0 has added the highly requested photo mode. All you have to do is pause the game, enter photo mode, and get creative. There are a variety of filters, effects, and frames at your disposal, so enjoy capturing some unique moments. Housemark further wrote that Returnal has had a fantastic reception, and it's truly pleased and grateful to see players enjoy the experience. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It's so good. It's so good. And I love I love the highly requested photo mode. That's that's for real. Um that's great. seeing it on Twitter already, people talking about or using photo mode and Housemark highlighting it, uh some some awesome screenshots. Damn, y'all are too talented. Y'all are so good at this, man. It makes me want to go back in. It really does. And that's the thing. And I get why people are probably not thrilled with the suspense cycle, not being like not being able to do it multiple times. But I think having it the way it is, and if you haven't played Returnal, what they're saying is like preserve that challenge and flow 100%. Agreed. Makes sense. Yeah, because Makes so much sense. You don't want to have a point in the middle of a firefight because then that's going to ruin your fun. You're just going to yeah. be loaded in and like die instantly. And that's yeah. that's not great. And I, I think you learning from the enemies and the weapon, the spray patterns and whatnot, it is it. it I don't want it to be um, worked around. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, like Joseph Yaden on Twitter, actually, friend of the show, he actually's like, there is maybe possible ways of breaking this, but like, I wouldn't want that. I, I'm with you, Kyle. As as I've gotten into so many roguelites um, this past year, it, I do want that challenge to be preserved. I understand the limitations of save points because that does eliminate risk. If you could just end your game and go back to where you died, the whole point of roguelikes is to die and try again, learn and repeat and all that. And the way the returnal works as well is, you know, it's not to say it's, it's not like, you know, hard, hard, but it's about creating those shortcuts. Like there's two main acts to this game. So it's not like if you get to the last level, you're back at level one. It's not, how that works at all so it's this actually is a great it's a it's a great uh compromise that i think they've done it's going to make the game a lot better i've gotten so a few uh people coming at me going is it game of the year worthy now now that it's patched i i would like to argue it always was it always was um and i realized me saying like keep the challenge intact kind of contradicts my previous talks of like souls like games and having Mm -hmm. me a little bit more accessible and whatnot um Hypocrite. I still think yeah, <laughs> sure, I'll take it, whatever. Um I still 
I, I still think the way Returnal's a bit different. Like you sure. said, it's more of a roguelike thing where your skill, you absolutely need to have skill in this game, but it also depends on what your loadout is. Yeah. What what your what parasites are you attaching to to it's all about the build that you create. And, and once you find that build and you know what you're looking for, mm. it's it's going to be way uh, smoother and easy sailing. Because yeah. um, the enemies do, like, you'll learn them pretty quick. Yes. Yeah. Especially on PS5, you're, you're in and out loading-wise. Like, you don't have to wait. Like, it's very quick. Yeah. Which is very good. Yeah. I, I Again, I love Returnal. I think the way that they've crafted it and the way that they've met this compromise, I think, is is perfect it's it's fantastic yeah. go play this game go buy this game go Absolutely. support house, house where was this when we were grinding for the platinum though, Joe? you know what i'm a little salty <laughs> about that <laughs> but you know what i'm not salty about kyle what the possibility of Sackboy a big adventure making the jump to pc that's what i'm not salty oh about. boy cue the baby voice i'm not doing it but cue the baby voice <laughs> robert ramsey over at push square right Sackboy a big adventure is making the jump to pc Sackboy a big adventure could be the next playstation exclusive to to arrive on pc references to the game's original code name project marmalade have been found on steam's database and the title was also included in the infamous geforce now leak which was picked apart earlier this year. However, these traces have apparently just been scrubbed on Steam side, which raises even more questions. So is it happening? Well, it certainly wouldn't come as a surprise, would it? By this point, we all know that Sony is happy to port PlayStation exclusives to PC once the company believes that sales have hit a ceiling on console. God of War was confirmed for PC just last week, although part of the reasoning behind that is to grow the property's potential audience before God of War Ragnarok God of War Ragnarok hits later in 2022. If Sackboy does end up on PC, we imagine that'll be a days gone situation where Sony's simply looking to maxi- maximize profits. Mm. The other get Sony games that were leaked from this GeForce Now leak are as follows. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Edition, Helldivers 2, Horizon Forbidden West, GT7, Deracine, God of War, Returnal, Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, no specific one of the entries, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Ghost of Tsushima, and in big bold letters that Joe put, no Bloodborne, Spider-Man, or Last of Us, Last Guardian, Gravity Rush, etc., unless listed above. It hurts. Uh, I do want to mention the second part I did get from uh, Reddit, which is always accurate. Uh, So... This is something we didn't talk about uh, last month is this big GeForce leak that uh, pretty much someone someone made an oopsie over at GeForce over at NVIDIA and um, some some what is it called? Data miners found a huge list of upcoming games, unannounced games, project names on their storefront, which I think is just wild. And these are games that. Yeah. Like there's like a rumored suicide, uh, sorry, Superman game. Like the Suicide Squad game was there, and then in this week, uh, uh, you know, before these games were announced, Uncharted Legacy, A Thieves Edition, and God of War were in that GeForce leak. So it begs yeah. to it, it begs to be reminded that this this list could have more truth to it, or this leak rather uh, yeah. could have more truth to it than 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 it appears because. I, I pulled up the leak and just to see what was on there. And there are some heavy hitters. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. For, for me as the, the JRPG nerd, Chrono Cross remaster, 
Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster, a Final Fantasy IX Remake. Are you kidding me? Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4. That one's a little out there. Uh, RE4 Remake, Street Fighter 6, Dragon, Dragon's Dogma 2, Monster Hunter 6. The Grand Theft Auto remasters were on here before they were mm-hmm. official. Bioshock 2022. Like, there are some big things on here. XCOM 3, Injustice 3, a Fight for stuff. Middle Earth. A lot of Whew. stuff. Whew. So, that said... Uh, the GeForce leak is one thing. I, I feel like it it's ruined two years worth of announcements. <laughs> right? That, yeah. That being said, uh, Sackboy, a big adventure making its way Great. to PC. Great. We've we've really we've really beaten this. Thing. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to death. Great. I'm just curious why this game and not like you know Bloodborne, um, because like Sackboy, I, I I think that's for kids. And so like, is there is there like a a giant audience? Oh wait, I would say no 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 you're. I'm talking myself through this. You got Minecraft, Minecraft's for kids. So yeah, yeah there's a huge audience for this, and I'm just full of crap. All right. Absolutely. I'm just salty I didn't get my Bloodborne. And there's not like when I think of a platformer, I don't think PC. Yeah. I think I think I think console first, which I could be completely wrong. I don't know how many platformers are on PC, but Sackboy uh, a great adventure, right? A big, big adventure. adventure. It's a big adventure. Yeah. Thank you. Um it's a fantastic game. Yeah. It's going to do so well on PC. Um, this is the future. Now get yeah. over it. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I'm tired. Exactly. From here on out, Kyle, when there's a major announcement, unless it's goddamn Bloodborne because we deserve it, it's yeah. not going to be a main story. It's just going to be in Flash News from here on out. I agree. This is how we. We're going to be a broken record. Yeah. We're going to love it regardless. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Get over it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That said, Age of Empires will be the only PC game I ever play. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's a game that I'll play in the foreseeable future if it's real? Oh boy. Let's talk about this Warner Chris Brothers game. Scullion over at VGC writes Warner is reportedly making a Smash Brothers style game with Batman and Gandalf. Correct. You heard me correctly, everybody. Corroborated by journalist Jeff Grubb, further credibility was given to the claims following the discovery of a trademark filing by Warner Brothers, which was registered last month for the name Multiverses. The Reddit post claimed this weekend that the game was being handled by Mortal Kombat developer NetherRealm Studios. It is based on Super Smash Brothers and is a tag team game though the poster wasn't clear on what this meant. Grubb confirmed on Twitter that he was aware of the project and that it was quote-unquote real, adding, but it's not a NetherRealm game. Come on. (laughs) This is Jeff Grubb saying that. Yeah. Uh, The reporter had claimed in August that NetherRealm was already working on Mortal Kombat 12, prioritizing it over its DC superhero series Injustice due to uncertainty over its future with parent company WB Games. According to the Multiverse's claim, the list of characters in Multiverse's includes Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Gandalf from The Lord of the Rings, Jesus Tom Christ. Jerry, Just stop Batman, right there. It's already Fred got crazy. Zone, Mad Max, Johnny Bravo, and in the, ca- the there's an actual image that has uh, Steven Universe, Superman, Harley Quinn, Superman, Rick. I believe it's uh, Finn and Jake. Jake from Adventure Time. Thank mm-hmm. you. R- yeah, Rick, uh, Bugs Bunny, Wonder Woman. Why? <laughs> this is me. Why? Why? Why not, Kyle? This is awesome, dude. I said it on Twitter. I'll say it here right now. Imagine a world where Rick and Morty are the ice climbers of this game. That'd be cool. That is hilarious. I have no doubt that this is going to be fun. 
Um, it just makes me sad that we're not getting an All Stars Battle Royale too. I get it, and, but maybe this is the thing that kind of goes. Well, maybe we can reignites do it. it. Maybe, yeah, because the problem with All Stars was it was just like it wanted to be a clone of Super Smash Brothers, but was afraid but to make the leap. They did too many new things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and get so that. if you're just like it's Super Smash Brothers, but Nintendo won't talk to us, so like, <laughs> like just give us what we want here. This that would be awesome, and I love seeing this. Like we saw the Nick uh, Nickelodeon's game, which started off a little rough, but it seems like it's it's gotten there. And to have yeah. like a mainline studio, reportedly rumor of it being NetherRealm, but who knows at this point. But having it an internal led studio to make this game really excites me now yes is there some fourth wall breaking stuff like you know rick sanchez actually beating the shit out well no they, they would write that into for it to make work uh like shaggy beating the shit out of you know uh superman batman. or batman or anybody like sure yeah. there's like dispend your disbelief for a second but like that's what these games are just dispend your disbelief for a second play around with your action figures have fun and kyle if this is the thing that gives us yeah. the PlayStation Battle Royale 2, I am all down. Sure. That's fair. I just can't wait for the battle of Jon Snow <laughs> versus LeBron James from Space Jam. <laughs> from Space Jam. Dude, I'm, I'm or really... Or, like, honestly, if they do it and, like, everyone knows, I think, where I stand on, mm. on this already, but, like... I'd be kind of down for a Harry Potter versus Gandalf in a game. Yo, real, real talk. I'd be kind of down for that. I would want, I want, I would want to see Gandalf school his ass. <laughs> you shall not pass. Or, or Gollum versus Scooby Doo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Is oh there any like God. other WB property or characters that you they ha- that has to be in there? That's I saw a great briefly. Uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on his last name. Adam Leonard mm-hmm. uh, say Animaniacs has to be in it or they're oh. making a really bad decision. <laughs> Adam, I'm right there with you, dude. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And They, could they be, have to be in the game. Yeah, they could be like shadow characters or whatever they call them sure. in Smash where it's, it's one character, but like you can just change the skin and it plays the same. Yeah. Uh, for me, dude, I've been, I watched Dune and I love that thing. Give me a, sand, give me a Dune level, you know? Ooh, yeah, give cool. me or like <laughs> full stop. Let's put Neo in here. <laughs> Let's put Agent Is that Smith. WB? Yeah, right. It's because it's on HBO Max or will be on HBO Max. So I'm assuming that's fair. Oh yeah. my god! What? What if they have like Lego characters in this? Evan oh. from the Lego movie? <laughs> Lego Batman versus the real Batman? Oh, it could yes, be a Toon Link and Link situation. Oh, my yes. God. You know what? You're selling me on yeah. it, Joe. The more I think about it, the more. We're Give in. me uh, 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 the dragons from Game of Thrones as well. Yep. Just put them in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know what? White Walkers? Ooh, that'd be cool. Let's do it. The- Honestly, this game sounds cooler the more we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, all right. Enough of that. I'm excited to see if this is real. Was it in the GeForce leak, but we'll we'll see. Um, let's get into some flash news real fast. Alrighty, only two bits of news. Ready. Only two bits of news. Uh, Apple Music is officially uh, available on PlayStation Five, so you could switch on the quick menu if you want to listen to Spotify music while you're game. Or if you have an Apple subscription, you can listen to Apple Music, which I don't use Apple Music 
and as being a big Apple guy, that surprises a few people, but uh, I, I'm a big Spotify person. So I don't know if you can listen to the Trophy Room on Apple Music or if that's strictly Apple Podcasts and that's a separate app. Yeah, I don't know. But test it out for us and, and yeah. tweet it at us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Find out. But awesome that it's there. And then here's one from IGN real quick. Sony is reportedly happy with the sales of Kena Bridge of Spirits. This comes from Andrew, sorry, uh, George Yang from IGN. Uh, Mike and Josh Greyer from Ember Lab have revered, revealed that Sony is happy with the sales numbers of Kena and that the game is or has already recouped its initial development costs. In an interview with Bloomberg, the brothers didn't provide the sales numbers, but they noted that they were pleasantly surprised with the sales so far. Quote, it's hard to tell what's a huge success. Sony's happy, said Josh. Mike also mentioned that Sony put plenty of effort into the marketing of Kena, A Bridge of Spirits, because a large amount of attention it was getting. It was revealed alongside the PS5 back in June. 2020 awesome to see this game do well awesome to see it succeed congratulations Thank goodness i'm so happy for ember lab mm -hmm. i well i i they don't need to but sony come on scoop them up sign that check scoop them up sign please. that check and then have them make like you know like because kina very much is a love letter to like games like ocarina time so just give yeah. them that give them that budget to make me the zelda games that i miss absolutely absolutely uh and their next game they are still partnered with playstation they even go on to mention that like Ooh. they were approached by several people and they chose oh. sony so it's really awesome to nice. see yeah I, I just can't wait for the to continually get cool new things from ember labs it's yeah. going to be very special and also cool unique things from also like just everybody like xbox um yeah. studios it looks like rumor has it they're going to get the sun wukong game Oh, cool. And like, awesome. Like, it's cool. Like, branch out, man. Have, yeah. Meet some indie developers that are doing cool, unique things. Give them a yes, budget. Like, please. it's yeah. it's going to be really exciting to see what everybody does with all these boatloads of cash that they're, they're, they're yeah. going to be getting from all these companies in the, in the soon to be future. With that said, Kyle, um, question. Are you holding, yeah. are you holding on to something? Yes. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On October 25th, Lady and Leotard with a gun. Uh, Easy Platinum. On PS4. Is it really? I just looked it up. 92% average completion. How much is this game? I don't know. I didn't look it up on the store. All right. I got to take, take, take a look. The 26th of October, we're going to be talking about it in a sec. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy for PS5 and PS4. And the 27th of October, here's a laundry list. Amazing Breaker on PS4. Cyanide and Happiness on PS4. Jesus, I already know. Oh, my God. The mid-2000s. That game's going to be a bloody <laughs> mess. Anyway, Death Park 2 on PS4. Lucid Cycle on PS5 and PS4. Nowhere a Girl on PS5, PS4. Princess, dot loot, dot pixel, dot again on PS4. Pumpkin Jack, new gen edition on PS5. We'll talk about that in just a sec. Quick Maths on PS5. Oh, Wind Peaks on PS4. Wrath of Oblivion Afterlife on PSVR. And on the 28th of October, here's what you can take a look at or check a look at. Backbone for PS5. Bat Bass Master Fishing. Back 
god uh 2022 on ps5 ps4 fatal frame maiden of blackwater ps5 and ps4 riders republic which we'll also talk about in a second on ps5 ps4 roki on ps5 and voice of cards the isle of dragon roars on ps4 kyle did you check a look on that uh lady in lady the with it is currently 49 cents all right all right <laughs> That's cheaper than the Bible games that we play. Maybe that's a post-show thing, Kyle. Maybe that's a Patreon <laughs> thing. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Oh, in the description of it, just mm-hmm. really quick in the PSN yeah. store, it says, Lady with the Le- Lady and a Leotard with a Gun. This is a precursor to my other game, Lizard Lady versus the Cats, with AI and graphics which are simpler. Anyone who's played the other game will be able to see how the AI of the main enemies has been expanded from the AI in this one. There is no story. Just shoot all the enemies and get to the exit. They know. They know. As they w- know. And I appreciate them. Yeah, this thing looks like it's just made out of just like a couple of polygons, you know? It looks like, uh, it, w- it with all due respect, that I, I can never do this. It's not my thing. But like it... It's like an end of a a course project, like yes. someone first learning how to how to code and model and stuff like that. Don't and listen. I, they they know exactly what this game is. I, we're yeah. t- check a look at it. You're gonna you're gonna be surprised. Anyway, all right, Kyle. Let's yep. let's uh, let's talk about what you've been playing because you asked me a question earlier. All right. About this Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm sorry, Joe. What's that? I I must have zoned out. I was too busy looking at the Leotard game. Distracting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kyle? Uh, uh, no, not really. I was just distracted. Uh, yeah, whatever. Did you say the October 20th games? Did I? Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Backbone, uh, I played on PC earlier yeah. this year. Really cool noir adventure narrative game. Mm. Um, the art style is gorgeous. Oh, really? Some of the dia- some of the dialogue is a little problematic. Problematic, you say? Yeah. Uh, okay. some very heavy. Like they use different kinds of anim- animals for like racial stereotypes. Oh, uh, like. okay. All right. Not in the way I think we we expect, but like right. that kind of. It, it's a heavy kind of noir. Uh, detective game. It's really, really cool. So, like, all Italian people are ferrets is what you're telling me. Uh, you said it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh! <laughs> We're ferrets. We got smelly hey! plants here. <laughs> Bass fishing. How about that? How about that? All right. Uh, let's talk about what you've been playing real fast, real fast. Yeah. You asked about Guardians of the Galaxy. I did. Uh, it's loaded in my PS5. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten a chance to mm-hmm. play it yet. Mm-hmm. You were really excited about this game. I was, and I was very upset that everyone kind of like poo-pooed it. They were, yeah. they were like, yeah, it doesn't I look that great. It, Kyle. Yeah, I know you did. That's why I'm excited to hear what you're about to say. I love this game, Kyle. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is Amazing. so... Okay, and the reason why we're so troubled with it is because Avengers just was a cash grab. Let's just call it what it is, right? Or It, felt it wasn't the story-based game that we wanted. That we wanted, right. Even though the story's good in Avengers, it just wasn't what we wanted. Exactly, or so many people wanted, including myself. Yeah. 
That said, Guardians is that story-based comic game that you've wanted. Um, this is incredibly linear. I think there's 15 levels, uh, 15 chapters. Um, the level design is really, not to say unique, but it's it's incredibly wide. There's a lot of platforming cool. elements that I don't feel overstay their welcome at all. Um, there are some rudimentary puzzles you have to solve, like uh, Ratchet, or Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rocket? Rocket is trying to, uh, that's an end game quote right there. Uh, he's trying like to, to rewire some things and like the wires are through the floorboard and you kind of have to solve, like solve or move pieces around to connect the dots type of thing. Um, so like the puzzle elements are a little bit stand, uh, bland, but when it comes to the combat, Kyle, you're going to really dig this because the one game that came Sweet. to mind when we took a look at it and we we're like, oh, you're fighting blobs. Oh, you're commanding them. You're not being Gamora. I remember that moment very well. <laughs> very well. You were so upset at us. And rightfully so because the combat is awesome, Kyle. Sweet. Like, there is it is it too hard to control the other guardians as because they're only peter quill yes is it like a difficult thing to keep track of what the other guardians are doing not necessarily they're like there is a learning okay. curve it's not sure. incredibly steve but it's there and so for me it, it really much it really much feels like final fantasy 7 remake and I, I knew that's what you'd get a kick out of because the combat oh, is yeah. very much, you know, you hit L1 and time moves slower. And then your, you know, your cross square triangle circle, uh, your squid game buttons, those you get to choose then. All right, I'm Gamora or I'm choosing Drax or I'm choosing, um, you know, Groot. And you get to make their moves that way ah, and cool. each okay. enemies react to their different moves differently like Groot is a support character and what he does from what I've seen so far I'm about chapter six into this game is he roots them together and then what Rocket can do is he sends a huge literal rocket to AoE of them so you could really mix and match combat styles but it's really really fun and Peter himself though it's not like the most uh, I guess like hardcore combat or, or like mm -hmm. intense combat for, for like a third person shooter. It very much is more like Pikmin esque uh, in terms of like selecting your group of guys to fight group B. Um, it, it's engaging enough that there is some things that you have to do alongside your guardians as well. So it's, um, it's, it's pretty darn fun, man. I'm, I'm really Sweet. having a blast. There's, uh, yeah, couple, go for it. A couple of things, just real quick. Do you have to uh, build up a a a charge bar um, to uh, access the other guardians? No, but there is oh, a charge cool. guard or, or charge meter that when you charge it up all the way, you give everybody um, a pep talk, and depending on what you say during the pep talk, it'll either oh, you'll either motivate them to do double damage, or no one will understand the reference that you're trying to get at. <laughs> So you'll just revive everybody. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> and like they won't do any bonus damage. But the cool thing is when you get it right, um, yeah. you'll have different music playing in the background. And let oh, me tell yes. you something. The music that plays in this game is stellar. Kyle, I had a fight where I was fighting to the final countdown. 
It oh was playing the whole song. Why is that not on the box art? <laughs> why is that not on the back cover? Fight a boss with the final countdown in the background. Come on. And like I was doing lousy, but I was getting the hype during it. Yeah. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoy this game and the story is excellent. The characters Yeah, go thing, for it, please. Because it leads into the story and the characters. Um do they feel like guardians? Do they feel like we know them? Are they different enough from the MCU? Or is it like the issue with some of the Avengers characters where like we can tell as Nolan North yes. as Tony. The everybody does a great job. Um and I, I wanted to pull up the tweet that I made because I I think this one speaks volumes in two hundred and eighty characters or less, where it feels like Eidos Montreal understood what made the movies great while so you get the elements of like their quirkiness the the vibe that you're getting feels a little bit like james gunn uh again like the the music that plays a huge role in movies plays a huge role here and again they're not like generic rock songs like you got journey in there right like you got metallica all this stuff cool um but at the same exact time adds depth to these characters that you don't get in a hundred, you know, 20 minute movie. And so for this, like you kind of understand rockets background a little bit more and kind of answer some questions that you may have lingering at the end of like galaxies one or two, same with Drax and same with Gamora. I think they actually do a better job humanizing her in this game than they do in Guardians of the Galaxy in the in the movies. Wait. So to me, they they add the depth with the comic book lore that is then just the icing to what is the cake that is what made Guardians of the Galaxy this billion dollar franchise. And I think Edos Montreal pulled off what I think Crystal couldn't, which is giving you something that feels familiar, but also feels different and original, if that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited. Very narrative dri- driven. Very. Beautiful. So like you get some action, you get some puzzle, and then you get a lot of story. And the mm-hmm. big shout out to this game is the facial animation, Kyle, is the best I've seen since Last of Us Part 2. Oh, really? Kyle, it's uncanny That's sometimes. amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I, I'm very excited. Love it. Um, just want to really quickly shout out. If you can, I don't know if it's still available mm. to download or buy anymore. Mm-hmm. Play Guardians of the Galaxy from Telltale. Okay. If you want a narrative Guardians game, because I th- I feel like they did a very good job with the Guardians yeah. in that game. Yeah. That game yeah. made me cry at the end because of the choices and how what you had to do with them. Yeah. Right. It was great. So yeah, I've been playing that and I'm, and I've been loving it. How about you? What have you been playing? Anything? Uh yeah. So uh, shout out to um. Oh, I should have had this up already. How dare you? Uh, the devs behind Pumpkin Jack. Yes. Um, they provided us with codes to play the PS5 version. Um, when we got the code, the PlayStation didn't do the thing that it's supposed to do with the update. It just downloaded the PS4 version, mm-hmm. which has been out since February. And I was very confused. I'm like, why can't we talk about that we're playing it if this game's been out for so long not realizing afterwards after i already platinum the ps4 game yeah that this code is for the ps5 version i had to go to re-download that so i did play through and plat both versions um it is a it's a fine game yes it, it's not 
going to blow the hinges off of or redefine the platforming genre because you do play as Pumpkin Jack, who is a um, one of the the devil's rogues. soldiers, minions, yeah. rogues. Yeah, and you are trying to um, make your way up and do the devil's bidding as you're going through. And um, the levels are remind me very much of a PS2 era platforming game so like the, yeah. that comparison that people gave kana of like oh this reminds me of a ps2 game way more fitting here way more fitting, way more fitting Jack. Here, yeah and not in a not in a bad way like it plays fine um it's again it's not gonna blow your socks off but i think what it did it did well um i think a lot of it could have been changed where every single level you have to do like a repeated on rails section yeah and that they got a little tedious at times um bosses are also very like we already did that yeah yeah clear collectibles are just like on the floor in front of you on the ground like they're not really hidden all that great um but yeah the platinum is very easy to get uh if if you want to follow a guide to find like the very hard hitting the hard to find crow skulls you can Mm. Um, the cool thing that I dig, uh, didn't use it a whole lot unless I had to, mm. was your L1 button, it, you, you find a crow buddy. Yes. You basically use that crow as like your ranged attack. I kind of use it almost like a parry mm. of like to interrupt an enemy just to like get him off my back while, as I go deal with the other uh, enemies around me. Um, I, I, I dig that. I dig the dynamic between the crow and pumpkin jack. Uh, after every boss, you get a new weapon, mm. um, which all kind of just feel, do the same. thing. And I feel like they don't do a whole lot more yeah. damage as they go up. So it's a fine platforming game. Yeah. And I think around this time of Halloween, I think it's a great game to play uh, right around this time. And I do want to mention the differences between PS4 and PS5. Is there any? Uh, v- visually, there's a little bit more okay. contrast to like the colors and, and whatnot. Um, and the the haptics. Uh, I didn't notice it when I played because PS4 didn't really the PS4 version didn't really have any real rumble that I noticed. Okay. Um, there were some haptics in there, nothing of like, oh my god, this is like the best use of them ever. It kind of just felt like for me that was actually my biggest my biggest eh, was that for me it it just kind of felt like a little rumble, nothing too spectacular. It's like a dual a dual shock thing, but like the PS4 version didn't really have that. Yeah, to me, this is a really easy Platinum. It's a fine game to reminisce about a PS2 classic that you may love. But you're right. It is very like, here's a platforming section. Here's an on-rail section. Here's some fighting If here. you and played then... uh, Medieval Perfect uh, back in the day, yeah, it's it's Medieval mixed with like um, Maximo, if you remember the Maximo games. Yeah. And I think this, this is going to be a perfect game for kids. Like, this oh, is something 100%. you bought. Like, if you're like, I need this for my kid, go for it. This is worth it. But to me, like, 30 buck a- asking price might be a little steep. I would wait. If this is, like, a 20 buck uh, deal, I-, I would hop on that for sure. Yeah. But it's yeah. decent. It- it's a it's a good time. It's a good shut off your brain or an, or an easy plat game for me. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, anything else you've played? Um, No, but can I drop my Megaton? thing right now oh please i was just gonna say i played a little bit of riders republic not oh, yeah enough. go ahead yeah not enough to give a full review they did this really weird thing where they're just like no embargo just talk about it 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. Literally yesterday. And I'm like, okay. Uh, this game really feels like, and this uh, credit to Season Gaming Ains and the crew over there for coining this, definitely feels like uh, Forza Horizon for esports. Or, uh, yeah, extreme sports. So I'm digging it so far. Biking's a lot of fun. They give you like a jetpack. Snowboarding seems fun as well. I'm not far along in it, so I can't mm-hmm. give a heavy recommendation for you, but it seems like a good good time. The few, I think like yeah. two or three hours I've put into it so I far. dug the beta uh, what was that? September? There is a trial That's right one? now you could download. So yeah. def- and it, it carries over. Time. And it carries over oh, into the main great. game. All right, Kyle. That's great. Let me hear your megaton. I want to hear what's this announcement you teased me about. You said this is going to change things forever. It will. Um. Oh my god, I'm I'm nervous. Uh-oh. I'm so nervous. Okay. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Um. I hemmed and hawed about whether or not I was going to say this on the show, but I, it's time to get it out there. Joe guessed if I, if I'm going to be voicing in a video game, that'd be huge. Not it. Um, My God, what is it? It's been 42 hours, 2,568 minutes, 154,108 seconds since me, Mr. K-Step, has platinum bloodborne and 100%ed the game. <laughs> what? That's right, Joe. I wanted to get this done before Halloween. I wanted to give it a good old honest try. Took me 55 hours to do it all. I platted bloodborne. I beat the DLC, meaning I'm the bigger bloodborne fan than you because you haven't even played the DLC. And guess what? I was totally wrong. Bloodborne is incredible. Oh my god, we've done it! Oh my shout out, god. Shout out to Sin Vendetta who gave me some tips. And of course, Mike Toundro from Six Fun Indie. They were the only two people that knew uh, that I was going through it. Uh, I finished it a couple days ago. It's, I was in it. I, would, I came home yes. from the interviews and I was like, all right, I got to get on. I'm thinking about it. I, I I gotta go. I gotta go fight Rom. I got. I, I gotta go beat these stupid celestial emissaries oh in this garden. God, yes. Uh, yeah. Did I follow a walkthrough step by step? Absolutely, I did. I'm yeah, not gonna. Sure. But whatever. Like, I did it. <laughs> oh. Did I pull my hair out many times? Yes, I had to walk away several times. Oh my god, it has been 2,409 days since the launch of Bloodborne. And now, Kyle, I'm gonna cuss. I'm sorry, guys. This isn't gonna get this isn't gonna get bleeped. My good friend Mo knows what I'm talking. My fucking son, Kyle, you've done it. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't be more proud. And I just tweeted the photo I took a selfie of me in the screen pointing to the 100 percent because I did the DLC too, Joe. All right. Which no is excuses now for me. Incredible. Yeah. The bosses in that DLC are so much better than most of the bosses in the main game. All right. We're saying going it right for now. It. We're going for it. Joe, I'm saying it right now. Wow. I do. Megaton dropped. You did, <sighs> when you mentioned Bloodborne on Twitter when I talked about it, I was like, oh no, he's going to guess it immediately. Oh my I, God. And I went. I went. I was so meticulous. Mm-hmm. I hid my trophies. Wow. I, I turned. I hit. Made my PSN profile thing private. I can't. No fix wonder. It. I, I no how to wonder. Do it. I didn't see you. Oh yeah, my! Yeah, I wanted. I wanted this to be a complete surprise. Wow. Yeah, Send man. Send Vendetta uh, the goat. 
Mike Townsend to go. I'm shocked you didn't pick up on it because last week I mentioned uh, stick Ludwig's holy blade up your up your ass, <laughs> and I thought you were I thought you were going to pick up on how does Kyle know about that weapon? Oh, yeah, wow. that's what I mean. Plus ten, max it out. Oh I did God, everything. I'm so fucking proud of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. Sorry, so Chris. Good. Again, this is great. So good. This is a well earned. Oh yeah. man. Oh, this is great. This is great news. Honestly, it's on the... Here's my reaction. Same level if you're like, Joe, you know that job I've been really trying hard for? Got it. I'm on the same level. <laughs> That's All right. So after Guardians, I need to plan this out now. After Guardians, yeah. I plan on beating it and platting it, and then I'm going to get to Life is Strange, because I hear cool. that is mm-hmm. up for Game of the Year talk. And then okay. after that is Halo. Damn it. So how do oh, I fit old hunters in well joe if you're a real fan you're gonna find a way to fit it in that's what she said i mean i did it in roughly six and a half seven hours okay it's not too bad bad. the last boss though is ridiculous okay here i was there is a cheese method but it's really hard i was gonna wait till the 60 fps patch no no. no, we're in. We're in. No. I gotta fight where there's a will. There is a I way. I can't wait to talk to you about the Lady Maria fight. Oh my god, Lady Maria! Oh, oh my god, it's so good. I can make that joke. You can't. <laughs> wow. Should we even do questions at this point? That's what a what a I don't know what an occasion. Know. Jedi Master Ren writes in. Uh, welcome to the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, yeah. You send your questions uh, or comments towards us over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Or you can send them over at the Trophy Room Discord server. Jedi Master Run again writes in saying, Hey, Mr. Badstep. I get what you did there, and I approve. Ooh. How? Oh, sorry. Did the reveal of the remastered GTA trilogy meet y'all's expectations or exceed them? Also, what do you make of the internet discourse around the reveal? So, yeah, we finally got GTA, you know, trilogy revealed. And it's so, it's so weird. It's called GTA colon the collection colon the definitive editions which is just such a weird title but they changed the art a bit and on the on the characters my first reaction kyle was it was a bit of an uncanny valley because it looked a little cartoonish and to me for the first 15 minutes i was just looking at it going i don't know how i feel about it but then when i saw side by side comparisons of like the environment I then totally understand and totally on yeah. board. Yeah. I loved it from the get go. I really dug the style from the, the moment I saw what they did mm-hmm. um, because they don't need to reinvent the visuals. I feel like I feel right. like just upgrade them a, a tiny bit, which they did and just make the controls what they are like modern games are. That's all I want. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what it is. And I am super excited to go back to Vice City again. Same. Now, here's a question. So GTA 3 is going to be on PS now. Now. But a month later. A month later on December 7th, I believe. Yes. And then uh, on the 11th, San Andreas comes to Game Pass. So it's kind of like, you know, they're they're splitting up the kids, it seems like, in the divorce. Um, Is it coming to Switch? Does Switch get Vice City They get, like, the cloud version. So... Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, now, I, I I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'm willing to spend sixty bucks on it. What say you? It's fair. Um, pr- I mean, I probably will. Yeah. I, if if uh, if I'm 
just uh, not rationing out the price, but like each <laughs> each one of those games is twenty bucks in the grand scheme of things. In yeah. a in a one package. But wouldn't you rather go like I don't like GTA three. I want to, you know, just buy I mean, these two I'm separately. A, I mean, if I'm honest, I love all three. Okay. So like I'd I'd want them anyway. So just to have them in one package is fine. Well, how do you feel then? Like them just getting rid of the old editions of these games. Like from Ooh, what I yeah, understand, those the older titles will they're be off erased. The stores. Yeah, like the PS2 classics of those games yeah. are gone. I think. And I get it. Um, you don't want to confuse the two for the common consumer, and then go like I picked the wrong thing, and PlayStation has a dumbfoundingly awful way of returning things, which is like you can't. So. Yeah. I get it, but at the same exact time, game preservation and all that jazz. Yeah, it is It is a little bit of a bummer, but mm-hmm. you are getting the best versions now. Okay. Fair I enough. I can go both ways with it. Yeah, and I, I feel like with the popularity of those games, there are probably, we're not saying you should do it like we're Kotaku over here, but emulators yeah. and also just how many millions of copies those games sold. So I'm not like, mm-hmm. I don't have the worst feelings about them, uh, being being locked away, but I think for the future generations, that's that's a bit of a bummer. You can't even try out what this game was originally intended to feel like. I again, I get it, but a bummer. That said, yeah. Nagachaka writes in. He goes, "This one's for the Nintendo Nook." <laughs> oh god grab out the cardboard boxes, friends. <laughs> Miyamoto's just like walking down the hallway. You guys working hard enough? Hmm. We're putting Pikmin on the phone. Uh, uh excuse me. What excuse you want a Pikmin sir? for? You want a Pikmin for? No, no, no. It's Donkey phone. Kong's anniversary. Can we do a Donkey Kong game? No. Uh, but he's really. I don't give a shit about your feelings. I don't give a shit about your feelings. Listen to me, kid. Listen, we're gonna emulate all your N sixty four games that you love so much, like shit, and you're gonna buy it. All right. All, all I want hey, is a new Donkey Kong. You game. shut your okay. mouth, and you're gonna buy our garbage. <laughs> Nintendo has added the Animal Crossing DLC to their overpriced expansion pack. This DLC can be purchased on its own or without it. This is uh, this is something because Sony should... Sorry. On its own. The DLC can be purchased on its own or without it. Okay, I get what you're getting here, Nakachaka. Is this something Sony should do where they include with their first-party games? DLC to PlayStation Plus or even PlayStation Now. Imagine Horizon Forbidden West DLC available to purchase for 20 bucks on its own or added to PlayStation Plus service at no extra cost. Is Nintendo onto something here? Ooh. Or are they just playing their own rules as usual? This is a really good one, Kyle. And I want to know your thoughts on this one. I think it's great for us. Yeah. Uh, So, like, every DLC for a first-party thing, it would be free to PS Plus subscribers. A, that'd be great for everyone that is already a PS Plus subscriber. Mm -hmm. B, that would be an incentive to get PS Plus. Um. I think that'd be fantastic, but I don't think they'll do it because it makes them money. Yeah. I think it's too much money being made uh, on PlayStation side of things for these massive games. Cause when I think, uh, when I honestly think uh, Nintendo, I don't think DLC stuff for their games. Mm. I, I feel like that's kind of a rare uh, occasion. Again, I'm not super knowledgeable. I'm just passing by the Nintendo nook and, 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 P- poking my head in um 
but yeah, I, I feel like when I think of like Super Mario Odyssey, I don't think that got any expansions. Yeah, like, that's true. That that's a, like you're asking for a Breath lot of the of Wild. DLC. Maybe I think Breath of the Wild is the one that I can think of that yeah. had a decent amount of DLC on it. That's true. That's good. That's a great question. And to me, uh, I would love to see this happening. But I would also think, is this something then PlayStation like is like pretty much says to all of its developers, you have to have DLC in your game or not um, just to add value? Or is this something that is kind of I hate this word because it's used a lot, but more like of an organic approach where it's just like, hey, God of War Ragnarok has a DLC, uh, you know, or Horizon doesn't. But you still get that God of War DLC in part of this pack. That would be still pretty cool. I, I would like yeah. to see this for sure. But you're right. Mm-hmm. I think these games also cost a lot more money than what, you know, Nintendo's doing. It's one of the reasons why, you know, I think when we're taking a look at like why PlayStation games are going to PC, because their games are super expensive to make. When you genuinely look at what Nintendo does, they don't go with the hard hitting, you know, hardware and pushing visuals to their limit. And I think it's a more cost effective uh, way for them to succeed because they don't have to worry about pointing their games to PC because I genuinely think their games would be, and this is me now talking out of my butt, but like genuinely easier to you know, develop for or not easier, but a little bit cheaper to develop for. I can't imagine, you know, Mario being a 200 plus million dollar game to make. If that makes any sense. But maybe I'm just a dumb, dumb yep. idiot. And only time will tell. Uh, Hide Doors says question for the show. What do you think uh, triggers PlayStation to have a state of play like this? Do you think they have an idea first and then find the games to fill them? Or do they have a game that they want to showcase and then build around to it? Usually uh, from what I understand, how these things work is they plot w- what they're when they're going to talk, and then they fill the announcements. Then, so they're like, th- they'll go, okay, so what's a good strategy for sh- your state of play? How many are we going to have this year? And they build around that rather than like, you know, they'll go up to their first party lineup going, okay, when is the best for you guys to show off your thing? When can you do it? And they build around that um Mm. so that's why you see them having like quarterly announcements it's it's strictly for that i don't think they find a game they go build around this i think they find opportunities to show off their games and do it that way with that being said we've now gone two months in a row though with a state of play after not going not having one for a while yeah it's it's very inconsistent um very yeah and i don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing i understand the strategy Mm. behind it like get PlayStation's name out there when things aren't like really hopping for PlayStation <laughs> right now. Yeah. God, I sound like my sister. Um, but I honestly, like I, I dig these bite-sized chunks of state of play yep. video game announcements. They're really cool. I'm a sucker for the long ones though. Yes. Like just an hour of just give me everything. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like those are the way to go usually. Um, mm-hmm. And I just missed the longer form of like game announcements kind of thing. Likewise. I like these 20 minute ones. You kind of get in anxiety. Cause you're like, when's the thing that I want to be comes up here. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. where like you have the 45 minute or 50 minute events and you're like, okay, you're kind of chillaxing and, and vibing to it. So, yeah, I think Kyle, I think we get another one in January. Yeah. I think that's a solid bet. Yeah. Because you want to um, take one more look at Horizon, maybe maybe even in February, sure. you throw it in there. 
because you want one more yeah. look at Horizon, and then couple that with Sifu that you also have marketing uh, deal with, and I think that would be a good combo for both those games. Yeah, I dig that a lot. I yeah. Do, yeah, I don't think we get one next month or December. I think Game Awards takes up that space. I'd be mm-hmm. shocked if any of the big three or anybody puts out a, a thing around Game Awards. Yeah. I feel like everything is probably going to be there. Yep. Bloodborne 2, please. <laughs> now Kyle gets the hype. You have to do I get this. it. <laughs> oh, man. Remember when we were talking about Bloodborne last week and you couldn't say a goddamn thing? Remember yeah, that? I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Now you get it. All right, everybody. That has been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. I want to thank everybody uh, for stopping by in our live stream. It was awesome to just see. You know, dozens of folks when we hit live just jump on in. That was that was nuts because you all know how little we stream. Literally, the last time we streamed was the last day to play. So thank you all yep. for coming in. Thank you, everybody, for sticking by as well. Um, Kyle, is there anything you want to spotlight before we head on out of here, sir? Sure. Uh, I'll spotlight myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter, also on PSN and on Xbox. So hit me up there as well. Uh, follow all the indie game coverage that I do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E and uh, all the podcast services uh, wherever they're, wherever you listen, you can find our shows. 61 IndieCast is our game-focused one and Dollar Slice is our conversational one. Some really great indie games have been coming out steadily and the team over there have been playing them and writing really rad reviews so go check them out yeah yeah and of course i like to spotlight myself here over at mr Badbit on twitter over at ps trophy room on twitter again go follow us on discord uh we have just such amazing community there so go on stop on by there say hello make some new friends it's great here everybody's nice and yeah absolutely with that said, with all that out of the way, you can find us over at patreon.com slash PS Room. Next week, we have a lot of cool refreshes and some new stuff to check a look at there. So make sure you're following us there because uh, there's some cool stuff out of your way. All right. I promise. Yeah. And you can find us over on YouTube. You can find us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast service of choice. You can find us there. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. And keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bloodborne! Woo! <laughs>